Happy Parade Day, Avalanche Nation. Colorado Avalanche will be in downtown Denver to celebrate that Stanley Cup champion, which we are all still riding high on. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, everybody. On today's episode, we will be discussing that parade. What to, I don't know what to expect, but what we're kind of maybe looking forward to, I guess. Uh, some highlights and maybe some lowlights for some players who uh, maybe might embarrass themselves. It always seems to happen in these parades. We'll talk about that. We will get to, again, and we weren't really planning on this, but there's some Nazem Kadri news out there. And we talked about the unrestricted free agents yesterday. He's kind of one of the highly sought after ones, not only with the Avalanche, but around the league. And he made uh, an interesting comment on a uh, podcast or a, a sports show. And we will talk about that. And then all of the Avalanche injuries. You're hearing a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning players and fans saying, like, well, if we didn't have injuries, well, the Avalanche had them too. So we will discuss those. And does that change your mind, in particular one guy? Does it change your mind in maybe wanting to bring him back? Because this particular player, like most of the players, are unrestricted free agents. Let's get to all of it right now. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is not going to be the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with fire trucks and dance numbers from New York City. This is going to be uh, a lot better than that, if you ask me. Uh, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, everybody. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. I am Chris Maselli, following this team since 95, and now we get to do a podcast on them. And uh, it's so much better even when they – well, it's, it's always good, but when they win a championship – the content just keeps flowing, man. This is yeah, it's, this is good stuff. It's great to be the king. Yeah. Uh, follow the show. Well, first of all, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media. That's L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on the YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. All right. Shaggy, uh, like I said, we talked some UFAs yesterday, and Nazem Kadri is obviously one of those guys. He's one of those guys that the Avalanche do want to sign, but a lot of other teams around the league want to do the same thing, especially after the season that he had. And this is when you have those contract years and guys just outperform themselves. Teams maybe overpay for them. So this mm -hmm. is one that a lot of people are going to be watching. It'd be really interesting to see what we hear about. Sometimes we don't really know the definite numbers. Like we didn't with Philip Grubauer. I, I think, yeah. well, I would say we didn't. We kind of got guesstimates on what the Avalanche were offering, and we knew that it was less than what Seattle was went, so he walked. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's tough to get the the definite numbers, but we kind of feel like we get a roundabout idea of what the abs offer. And I really looking forward to what we hear comes out of the avalanche camp for what they offer. Nazem Kadri. He went on. Uh, let's see. It's a show called real Kuiper and born. So uh, he said, you know, his first choice is to go back to the avalanche. He said, quote, how can it not be? The Cronkies have been great supporters of mine and made it clear to me they'd they'd like me to stay, 
but we understand that there's a business aspect involved. We're going to try to work together. So I like that comment. That That's mm -hmm. nice to say, like, you know, we're going to try to work together. I want to be here. And then a little bit further down, he makes a comment about, he said, uh, this is within the article, which is on um, Sportsnet. And he says, uh, it's clear the 13-year veteran intends to make the most of his free agency opportunity. And Kadri says, quote, I've shown what my worth is, and I'm just looking forward to watching this all develop. What do you take from that? I feel like I know there's been a lot of like comments in the YouTube on, oh, he's out of here. He's out of here. I'm still not sold even after the comments. Okay. I feel like, I feel like just with the Players Tribune article and everything that he's gone through and like his celebrations and like his comments literally after we won the cup that got quoted a hundred thousand times. Um, I just feel like he's still taking shots at Toronto and like his treatment in Toronto and like, Hey, you guys didn't want me. You guys didn't have my back. Right. I'm showing my worth here. Like, look at what I could do when I have a team that supports me. And it feels like that talk with um, the Cronkies, like, it feels like this is like something actively he wants to be a part of and like showing his worth. I feel like he's still doing a dance on Toronto. Like he's still trying to show off for that ex-girlfriend. You know, and he's he's really trying to make it like I've, I'm doing really good. I don't need you. And that's that's just how I take it. I'm, and of course, naturally, I wear Nazem Kadri glasses. So, right. It's just how I take it. Well, I think, you know, he's a guy that will hold a grudge you mm -hmm. know, against specific teams, you know, and, and I think he has a little bit of a grudge against Toronto. Um, you're seeing people say, like, oh, he's going to go back to Toronto, finish his career there. I don't see that. I think he's mad at him. Yeah. I think he loved his time there, but I think he's like, you guys did not want me. You traded me. Why would I ever go back there? But I think there's some guys who that do hold grudges. The way that they get back at them is one of two ways. Go win a championship, which he just did. And the other is sign a fat contract to, to show these like, hey, this team would insert team just paid me all this money because I'm a good player and you got rid of me. Yeah. So I, I wonder which is is on his mind right now. Like he's got the championship. Be nice to win another one. Don't get me wrong. That's what you still play to win, even though you've won one. You still play to win more. So it's it's gonna be, you know, I keep thinking like if if the Avalanche are in the vicinity of what he's thinking about and his asking price i'm going to be interested to see if anybody can match it that's what we got with with Gabe Landeskog yeah. Landeskog was shooting for the moon for his contract and that's fine you know what i mean he's you're a free agent this is your big contract and that's fine that you want to do that and i think he was seeing teams aren't really i mean it's you know you have a flat cap it was tough to really offer him what he was asking for from which i understand was near 10 yeah it that's a big ask, and the Avalanche got him for seven. So I want to see that. I want to see what other teams are willing to pay for Kadri. And I just feel like if it's close, I feel like we're not going to have a repeat of the Philip Grubauer because they were close to what Seattle wanted. Grubauer wanted to go see what it was like playing with a expansion team, and he found out it wasn't like playing for Vegas in their first year. 
So we'll see. We'll see where this goes because I do. I feel like if they're if they're close, like they were with Grubauer, I just feel like he stays. But what's that number right now? I don't know. And the difference between Grubauer and Kadri, Grubauer went to go prove himself. Kadri came here to prove himself. Yeah, right. Yeah, there, there, there's there's definitely some truth to that. So. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, does he feel like he's proven himself? Like, I think there's still detractors for him. There always will be. That'll that'll yeah. never change. Like, but the, that way- the next step would be like if you're really trying to get back at Toronto, go sign a fat check in mm-hmm. Montreal. But yeah. you really want to, like, Which I think he grew up a Montreal fan. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, I think. And it's, would you want to do that? Is it worth that much to mm-hmm. possibly take a step backwards in the view of your career? Like have a rough season is that really are you really well, doing a lot and and you know <clears throat> let's look at his stats you know what i mean this was far and away his yes. best season that's not yes. that's not a secret um the the seasons prior just starting with this year and then going backwards 87 points uh 32 that was in the 56 game shortened season 36 that was in a the covid 51 game shortened season um 32 36 and then 44 that was his last year in toronto prior to that 55 and 16 17 that was his highest save for this season with 61 and 45 39 54 so you're in that 40 to 60 range with him Mm -hmm. and he just went above and beyond for that are you going to pay for that are you going to pay for a guy who had his absolute career year and and think that that is going to continue, or is it going to go back into normal Nazem Kadri numbers, which is in for an Avalanche team, he should hit fifty to sixty, no problem, and mm-hmm. I would be happy with that. I I, oh, I, yeah. would, I would welcome that. I think he'd probably be a little bit higher, maybe in the sixty to seventy playing on this team. So no, I wouldn't expect him to to hit that eighty seven like he had, but I still think he would be insanely productive, and I think the Avalanche want that. But a lot of teams are going to pay based on this last year and i think that's a little bit of a mistake yeah and then you don't want to go somewhere without the talent that colorado has and then you be viewed as well they have that ugly nazim kadri contract right that they have to deal with and like we they could do so much better here in buffalo philly new jersey but they still have that ugly contract they have to deal with maybe they could trade it away do you really want the last? Like, this is going to be the last contract for Kadri. Like, this is could be. I mean, it, it depends on how with the length of it. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Avs offer him like a four year deal, and then in the twilight of his career, like he signs those one year contracts. Like I was talking about with Darren Helm. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he does that. It's the last like fancy one that you're like, wow, he made that yeah. instead of oh wow, they I can't believe they signed him for a year. This is the last like show off contract. And you don't want it like your last little bit of your career to be that ugly contract that gets jostled around every trade deadline and off season. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, let's say he just gets a four year contract. His fourth year with the Avs, you would assume, uh, would be much more productive than if he signed a four year contract with Buffalo. Yeah, or, you know what I mean, like. He'll be weathered at the end of uh, yeah. that. That that's uh, like fifteen years in dog years for if you go sign yeah. with uh, a four year contract with the Buffalo. So yeah, who are on the rise? But you know what I mean by that. So and and finally, I'll just say this: don't 
discount the sackic magic here. Mm-hmm. You have to take that into account. I know a lot of people are just saying, like, can't afford him. And if he's holds firm on whatever his asking price is, if it's like eight or something like that, Avalanche aren't going to pay that. But don't discount Joe Sack. We've had faith in him for pretty much everything. I think you got to have a little bit of faith in him for this as well. Not saying it's a slam dunk, but I think Joe Sackett can sell to Nazem Kadri. Like, look at all the stuff that you've accomplished while you've been here. If you think you can go do that somewhere else, I can't stop you. But I think we both know this is your best opportunity to continue to compete for a championship. And if that's as important as the extra million dollars per year, you know, well, you got to make that decision. Yeah, and he can, and he could see now without getting suspended. Can your body hold up? Like that's, that's where a, he's yeah. at in his career. Yeah, that's always a question. So, uh, it's it. I love this dude. <laughs> I love, like I love playing couch GM, and uh, you know, in a, in a second life, I would have been one. But this this is like the season's over, and it doesn't really end for me because I just jump right into all the stuff. I absolutely love it. That's what I do on NHL 22. It's not yeah. like all the extra stuff. It's like franchise mode. Oh, I run great. the team. I love it. That's great. Uh, all right, let's hear from Bet Online, and then we'll get into some of those Avalanche injuries that were is all these are coming out now. Uh, not not like it's breaking news or anything. We kind of knew what they were, but we're kind of getting confirmation on some of them. One which surprised me. I had no idea that this, this particular player was even injured. So uh, we'll talk about that. <clears throat> but first, betonline.net, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can even go bet on the Avalanche to win next year's Stanley Cup, which, of course, we know that they are going to do. Uh, you can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs. Actually, you can't do that right now with NHL playoffs because those are over because the Colorado Avalanche won that bad boy. But you can still bet on Major League Baseball. That's yeah. in effect. Uh, that is, that's like the only sport going right. That's the only one of the four major sports that's going right. You got UFC and NASCAR still going. That's true. You do. How do you bet on NASCAR? Just who's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> is that the only thing you do? Ride the hot hand. There are hot hands in NASCAR, but don't don't, don't make me show my Alabama. Oh boy, Who, who's leading in points right now for NASCAR? I, I know my guy Chase Elliott just won. Yeah, Nashville, I won't so. hold you to it because I know nothing about NASCAR. The uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting and esports. It remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news for this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your sports and events including mma boxing and golf golf's going on golf always goes on oh, golf yeah. never ends uh head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action it's betonline.net where the game starts so obviously we knew nazim kadri's injury that he battled through um there were others that we're kind of hearing about right now um i had no idea that darren helm was fighting an injury I didn't either. And it's, uh, I, th- I think, who, okay, Puck Empire had it, that Darren Helm played through a chunk of the playoffs with an abdominal tear. And that's coming from Vic Lombardi as well. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's a hat tip to Vic Lombardi. You're right. Um, this isn't an, an abdominal, like, strain. This is a tear. A tear. I mean, that's a hockey player, man. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't I had no idea. Um, Andre Burakovsky, obviously, we knew he, he we we kept seeing the replay of the puck kind of just 
it looks like it grazes off your thumb, but you know, mm-hmm. when, when, even though when it, even if it's just a graze from that hockey puck, uh, that's going to hurt. So he had uh, a broken thumb and a broken foot, which I had heard that I had heard like a lot of people are focusing in on his thumb. He can't even put any weight on his foot right now. Wasn't that, that was the, the game before where he took that block off his skate? He, um, and he didn't finish the game. Well, because I saw the puck go off his his finger, and I didn't think he finished that game. So I don't know. I got to go back and really see when these these things happened. Uh, they must have been in the same game, right? Uh, it I mean, was. It I think it was a person. It was a surprise that Berkey was playing. I think that was like the narrative going in, like, "Oh, Berkey's good to go," and then he gets in, and then he hurts his finger, and you're like, "Well, that was fun while it lasted." So I, he, if I'm, so he, I, I think it was the game before he took that that puck late off a block. I remember that. Yeah. So he went back out there and it was already broken. The foot. It sounded like, Oh man, I got to look at the timeline for that. Cause that's crazy. If he did, um, obviously the, the cadre stuff, you saw the Valentin, foot, which just looked, I heard that was broken as well. I mean, that looked like purple rain. Um, (laughs) And obviously the the Sammy G thing. So you you're here, you're seeing a lot, and you're hearing a lot from some Tampa fans. And we don't bring it up because of this, but um, you know, with, with Tampa fans saying like, oh, if we were 100 percent healthy, well, the Avalanche weren't 100 percent healthy. And an image has come out of Darcy Kemper uh, the day after he got the stick in the eye, and it is just black and blue. It's just closed. You can't open it. He's got one eye wide open, one eye like pinched shut, uh, like squints in uh, the Sandlot. And <laughs> it's just like for so for for Kemper specifically, you see that you see that image, and then you hear from Jared Bednar, who was doing an interview saying like he had to go see like the eye specialist two to three times a day to kind of like, I, I don't know if he was doing eye exercises or eye strengthening exercise or whatever the heck he was doing two or three times a day to get ready. Does that change your mindset of, Hey, if he's got a full off season to really get healthy, you know, I, I it open the door more for him to come back knowing he was going through that stuff and still performed somewhat okay. Not we're not up to the standard, but do you take that into account? All right. After seeing that picture today, I can I can hear the rumble of everyone about to attack the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Mad respect to Darcy Kemper. <laughs> um, yeah, like they were very kind of shy with what they were saying and what they were showing with Darcy and his return from the eye injury. And I just did not think it was that serious. And to hear him go through like real, like retrain your brain um, Mm -hmm. to see and play two to three times a day. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's, he was sold out for this team. Yeah. And these are the things that we don't know. You know, like you, 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 we just, assume that he's suffering effects from you know the stick in the eye uh, but we don't know what's going on like behind the scenes that he's yeah he he did and he didn't just sit there and say yeah I'll, I'll just do my best he's going to see a specialist multiple times a day to try to get in the best possible condition 
to to go in and win a Stanley Cup. You have to give him credit for that. And I do. Yeah. I think that changes the the narrative a little bit, changes the dynamic of re-signing him for multiple reasons. One, we talked yesterday about the goalie situation as far as free agency, which isn't the best. And this is something that you can say, like, okay, like I just said earlier, get him healthy and you get the regular season Kemper back. Now, now you're wondering if that didn't happen, yeah. if the stick in the eye didn't happen, would this have been, would we have seen more of regular season Darcy Kemper? Would we have lost a game? No, we would have swept them all. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe, maybe he's good for, you know, one or, I mean, God, I want to say one or two games, then that would bring you down to two losses for the entire That that happened in the Nashville series. So you had your two losses in St. Louis and Mm -hmm. that's just, I do. For me, for me, it changes the narrative a little bit. It really does. It really does. So I kind of feel confident to say that I, and, and I have seen one article saying uh, there's interest on both sides is how it was worded. For Kemper wants to come back um, and the Avalanche want to talk. So it's not one of those things where it's like both sides definitely want this, but it, the way that it was phrased was both sides are going to entertain it. And I, I feel like if they make the money work, I think I think Kemper's coming back, if you ask me. I will look forward to it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Um, who else? Well, the Helm one. Well, we, we, go ahead. Sammy G's sternum as well. But yeah, that's another one. And and I'm seeing a lot of chatter about Sam Sammy G possibly getting traded in this off season. I heard the hockey guy talking about it. Shannon said uh, the Avalanche won the cup without him. So okay, yeah. Um, that is, I mean, you can't really deny that. <clears throat> but here's the thing: like you, you also won it with guys like Jack Johnson. You sure. know what I mean? Like you're, you are you really? I mean, if you had the opportunity, the option between Jack Johnson and Samuel Gerrard, who are you going to go with? Sammy G. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't know if guys like Jack Johnson will be back. Is is, and I'm just seeing kind of like posts about it. I haven't really read any article. I I don't I don't feel like this is going to happen. I don't. I feel like I feel like Sammy G is was the whipping boy for a lot of people last season. He's still signed for five more years, I think. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, five more years at five million dollars. Um, I think he played through some injury last year. I, I and, do agree with that. And I don't think he was at his best. No. He, he definitely took a step back. But if Joe Sakic is anything, I've said this so many times, he's patient. He, we've seen what Samuel Gerard can do. And I don't think because he had a, a, a season that maybe we can say, like you just said, that he took a step back. I don't think that makes Joe Sackick panic and just say, we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen, look what he's done with Martin Kaut. Yeah. If Martin Kaut hasn't been traded by now, I don't think he's going to be. I say that a little bit tongue in cheek because, you know, he very well could be. But they are patient with guys. They're patient with their coach. You know what I mean? Like for after that first season with with Jared Bednar, you're patient with him. I don't see unless some deal comes in where they just have to do it, and they're like, "Yeah, this is a you know a great deal. Let's pull the trigger on it." But I don't see that coming. We we forget 
we're like a season removed from when Kale McCarr was injured for a little while. Sammy G took over and he was, I remember reading uh, on the score on Yahoo, Yahoo sports. And this was halfway through the season. They ranked Norris trophies. He was number one. Yep. He was the favorite to win the Norris. You just don't lose that capability over the course of a season. I think there was something wrong with him. I think he was a little bit injured. I don't see the avalanche panicking and getting rid of him. No. And especially with that contract and, I don't think he played at a hundred percent for maybe three quarters of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just f- was not skating like typical Gerard. No. Well, t- uh, if he, if everything kind of settles down and he makes it through training camp, I'm excited to see what he looks like on the other side. Yeah. I mean, you want to see that you want to see how he, d- yeah. I mean, I, I, and we knew that he, he did get injured. Well, it wasn't like a specific play. I think that he went to management and was like, I got to do something about this. And they yeah. addressed it. And he came back and he was playing better. And then he got hurt. Uh, my cat just took off. She's getting in the show today. <laughs> um, yeah. There, so I, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see where it goes for, for next year. I just, I, I, I like the guy. I like how he can play. And um, I don't feel like the Avalanche are going to give up on him anytime yeah. soon. All right, so today's parade day, sir, and always something that uh, people look forward to, especially these type of parades, not mm-hmm. not your you know Thanksgiving Day parades or just uh, parades around town, where it's just the school cheerleading team and uh, fire trucks. This is a little bit bigger than that. So, and did you see like they're already bringing this this cup all over the place, which is which is awesome. Yeah, you, know, you have Gabe Landeskog went to. Uh, Raising Cane. Yeah, he went there. He was, which I was surprised they even announced that. I am too. Why would you? You know that place is going to be a madhouse. Have it be a surprise. I mean, word's going to get out in the age of social media after the first five cars go through. People are going to be like, Gabe Landeskog's here. You got to get down here. And it's going to be a madhouse anyway. But I was surprised they announced it. Yeah, that was that was surprising. Like they let him behind the counter. I was oh, like, he was doing I've, everything. I, I've I've worked fast food before. I could just imagine everybody else that were working there. Like, why did I come in today? We're well, not going to get anything done. <laughs> I think it's. I think the managers are like, you know, what? this is just chaos. Don't worry about the yep. numbers for today. <laughs> uh, but you had that. They brought the cup to the Rockies game mm-hmm. on the field. Lane Scott threw the first pitch. Wasn't the best pitch in the world, but what are you nope. going to do? Uh, but he can't be good at everything No, (laughs) but is it, I mean, when, when you see, like, you're so used to the cup in a hockey rink or at a hockey Mm -hmm. rink when it's out and about in the, in the, you know, the, 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 the nature of the, of the world. And and when you see it at like a, a baseball park, you just, you're just kind of in awe of it there, you know, because it's just the size of it and they're just carrying it around and they had it up on the mound and everything. It's just, it's why it's the greatest. You just notice it no matter where yeah. you go. So I'm looking forward to where, where this thing's going to go around the country. Yeah. But, it, and that's the, that's what you're looking forward to is seeing that on the parade route. Yeah. With the mammoth. Yeah. The mammoth are going to be there. I mean, it, I'm looking forward to it. It's just a fun time, you know, but you're, you're going, <laughs> You know, as much as I hate the uh, the New England Patriots, um, those guys like had fun 
Yeah. Part of it was, you know, you have guys like Gronkowski up there. Um, but I, I kind of want to see who's the one that's kind of going off the off the handle here. Maybe had a little bit too much to drink early in the morning. Uh, I don't know. And, and see, like, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. And that's like, I'm kind of the paranoid fan here. Like, mm-hmm. this has all been wonderful. And we've been we've been like to quote Chris Jericho, we've been drinking it in, man. Um, but you remember the 2019 blues parade and they're like sing gloria mm-hmm. and you remember all that you remember the jet skis with tampa bay and throwing the cup around in the water yep like that's those are memories that stick with you the avalanche need we what kind of memory are we going to get out of this parade who's going to be that guy who's going to give us that quote that we're all going to talk about for the entire off season mm-hmm. like this is this is the moment um, we need one of those to secure like you know what like this past the parade. I kind of wish Kadri didn't say what he said on the ice and say yeah. that for you know. I thought the, the exact mic. same thing because that would have been it. That yep. would have been the. I mean, it's not to say that he doesn't have something else ready to go in the hopper True. to say something equally as awesome. But him, uh, I think maybe Eric Johnson's got a, a nice comment up his sleeve and then uh, just say i retire like, i'm say out. something extremely controversial might drop it like and then oh yeah by the way i retire bye takes his jersey and, off and then he gets on, on a chair and then he gets on landiscog the horse and rides off <laughs> into the sunset that <laughs> <laughs> you could do man like he, he's he's big into that stuff like, he, he yeah. could just do that full time i don't i don't think you know i don't i don't expect an announcement at the <laughs> <laughs> Sammy G takes off his mask and it was Tyson Berry all along. Oh, hey. <laughs> That'd be funny. I know, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I want to say I can't wait to see like images that come from it. Yes. So um I'm sure people are gonna be posting like like mad men and mad women. Um it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy. And then you're gonna see some I think you are, you're gonna get a good like sound bite or two from people and uh Maybe a, a de- an extra dent or two in the cup if they drop that thing. Off. If you've seen that before, trophies go flying yeah. off these uh, floats that they're on sometimes. So I hope it's not the cup, but wouldn't surprise me if it does. No, it's it's seen better days already. Yeah. Um, all right. If you're there, enjoy it. Behave. Don't do anything stupid. Be a good Av fan. Because um, yeah, enjoy yourself. Because who knows when this could happen again? Uh, but could happen next year. It'll happen next year. It'll happen next year. What am I talking about? All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, making this your first listen of the day. That's uh, always appreciated. Really. It really, really is. This is a good, we're going to have a good off season. Still a lot to talk about getting the draft picks, possible draft picks, things like that. Uh, Free agency is around the corner. So all that fun stuff. We still have a lot to talk about. The season never ends. We will not be here tomorrow. Uh, I feel like we're, we're just going to take the day off, have like a nice long weekend with the 4th of July weekend. But when we come back, we are plan. We are, we are set up to record it, it, it. It's all set in stone. I mean, anything could happen, but as far as we know, it just should go off without a hitch. Uh, producer drew with uh, the Steve dangle show. It should be joining us. Lifelong avalanche fan. Uh, producer drew Livingstone will be with us. We're planning on recording that. Monday night for Tuesday's Tuesday. episode. 
So uh, we won't be back until then. We're going to take a nice long weekend. Uh, enjoy this Stanley Cup for a nice long weekend with our families who just love the fact that uh, we might take some time off because we've been yeah. going like crazy. <laughs> So. I don't think my kids know that I have clothes that don't have the avalanche logo on it. <laughs> we're like we're like those Harley Davidson guys that just wear Harley Davidson all the time. Like that's that, that's our uh, that's our clothing line basically. So, uh, but yeah, excited for that. So be prepared on Tuesday to uh, have a nice chat with producer Drew. All right, everyone. Once again, thanks for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. He's Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Have a nice 4th of July weekend. Stay safe there. Stay safe at the parade. But have a lot of fun. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.